Welcome, D gentlemen and D gentlewoman, to the all in one non financial financial advice betting podcast, Odds Get Even, episode two. I'm here with my co host, AJ Locks and RG. How are you guys? I'm doing fantastic. You know, it's a great Thursday night, just watching a not a terrible Thursday night football game. You know, the Texans put up actually a decent battle against the NFL Eagles. But, you know, just, just a good day. How are you, RG? I'm doing, I'm doing great myself. November just started. You guys can see I'm, uh, I'm rolling already. I'm happy we already got the video started so uh, everyone can see my brutal eyebrows. But uh, we're, getting, uh, we're getting kicked off. I'm excited for this week. Big weekend of football, big weekend of hockey. Uh, I'm pretty fired up. Yeah, you could definitely see those caterpillars from anywhere. But oh yeah, dude. <laughs> we definitely, we definitely do have some big news uh, for the listeners of the pod. Uh, I think uh, RG, you want to explain what we got coming up uh, in the coming weeks for uh, for our episodes? Yeah, yeah. So how we're going to run it down basically is we're going to run one pod before the weekend. So this is going to come out. Thursday, Friday, maybe Saturday morning. And this is going to run down our picks for the week. We'll have eight to 10 picks that we are considering locks. This is consensus for the, all three of us. These are the picks that we want you guys to take going into the weekend. And then at the end of the weekend, we're going to recap our picks, repacks, uh, <laughs> unpack some of the games from the weekend as well. And also just talk some fantasy football and fantasy hockey. Uh, did I cover everything there? Yeah, uh, you, you did forget, though. These picks are, are not only picks, they're winners. So definitely uh, don't tail with caution. Uh, that's one thing I do have to say. Uh, but uh, AJ, got to talk about these mortal locks we had last week. Yeah, so pick. it was an unfortunate week for the podcast. We went one and three, but, you know, your boy AJ Locks hit on his mortal lock with Jalen Waddle over 67 and a half receiving yards against the Detroit Lions. He had it after the first half. You know, I was not sweating that pick. You know, it wasn't a great week for the pod, but I think we're going to rebound. But in the future, just follow my mortal locks. I'll make you some money in the bank account. Do you have a, do you have a little speech for, uh, for your pick? You're the winner of the week, man. Yeah, my speech is trust in Tua. Jalen Waddle is an absolute dog. You know, him playing against Tyree Kill. He's going to disrespect these overs. You know, we'll get, we'll get into his over and under this week again. I might just take my mortal lock every week being Jalen Waddle after what I've seen this year. But my speech to the listeners, just follow me, trust me, and I'll lead you to the promised land. Well, yeah, uh, no. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, RG. Thank you. Yeah, AJ, no, that was a sweet pick. I uh, unfortunately took the Falcons at minus four. They won by three. Honestly, didn't deserve to win the game at all with some of that crap from from DJ Moore. They they did not deserve to win that game at all. Honestly, should have picked some of my other ones because uh, we had a good weekend on the board. Hoping for a better one this time. No, definitely. But that was uh, that was classic Atlanta sports. Say, eh? what was the win probability? Like eighty percent on that last drive, and then all of a sudden you see a hail mary to DJ Moore. It's like I've been watching this over and over again with all Atlanta sports. It just it just happens. They love to find a way to lose games. See, they do. But think about last year. You had the Braves winning the World Series. You had Georgia winning the Natty. Like they finally got a breakthrough. I just think the Falcons are one of those cursed teams that just aren't going to have it. But hey, it looks like a better future ahead. I mean, no Calvin Ridley anymore. That was an interesting trade. What do we think about that? 
as a as a Trevor Lawrence owner in Dynasty, I am pretty excited because I do have Calvin Ridley on my bench. And uh, one of my biggest hot takes, I don't know if the listeners know, I am the biggest Travis uh, Trevor Lawrence fan. I think in a couple of years, he's going to be probably a top six, top seven quarterback in the league. Yeah, just going over that trend, I think how ironic is, you know, Calvin Ridley gets suspended and the game he got suspended for was when he bet for, for his Atlanta Falcons, when they play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now he's suiting up for the Jags. So I think that's pretty ironic, you know, on a betting podcast, so I like, bring that up but you know it's a good trade i think they got him value pretty low given his suspension but you know calvin ridley is a very talented receiver he's a first round pick for a reason and i think he's gonna do wonders with trevor lawrence and uh, doug peterson on offense yeah honestly calvin ridley is just one of the boys like that suspension is ridiculous he's just been he's not betting on them to lose or anything like that but uh yeah another weapon for trevor lawrence um honestly i'm not on the Trevor Lawrence wave. Honestly, I might fraud everybody from that draft class, every quarterback. What do we got? We got Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, might be might be frauding him early. Trey Lance, hurt. We don't know yet. We have Mac Jones. There, there's a lot, there's a lot over there, a lot of questions. So you don't like my uh Trevor Lawrence top seven quarterback projections in two years. Personally, not a fan. Let's see if they can get more weapons down there in Duval County, but not for now. Yeah, I'm a, I don't think he's there. Uh, I mean, like, coming into college, you know, everyone's super high on his best prospects, Andrew Luck. He just doesn't look the part, and he's looked better at times this year, maybe another year with, like, an established coach, Doug Peterson. I think Urban Meyer just screwed him up the first year, so I think that's a write-off. Urban Meyer was doing some unthinkable things as a coach the Jaguars, but – you know, I think we'll see what, you know, my hopes aren't as high as they were before Trevor Lawrence got into the league. That's for sure. Well, uh, speaking about frauds, let's move on to my mortal lock, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I couldn't believe it when I was watching it. There's no juice left on this team. Like I am, I'm going to apologize on behalf of our podcast and to the listeners, these Toronto Maple Leafs. What an awful team to watch. I am starting to think that these guys might make miss the playoffs. What do you think about what do you think about the boys this year? Uh, I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs. I think it's the typical Toronto Maple Leaf fashion. You know, I do think they're frauds, but I think they're the frauds in the in the playoffs. So, I think they'll pick it up. They look good. Good last thing against the Flyers, you know, JT got going, Matthews got going. So, I think they're going to turn it around, but I mean, that means nothing for playoff success. I think we're going to see another first-round exit just being a Leafs fan for the last eight years, just accustomed to that and accustomed to pain. No, I, th- I think we're getting in the playoffs too, but uh, I think it's conditional because I was talking to it with some friends the other day. I am on the fire Sheldon Keefe wave. I'm ready for Barry Trotz to get in this system. I'm ready for him to talk to some of these guys. Um, it's Honestly, it could be soon. If they lost that game to the Flyers, you never know. Keith could have been out of there. But um, by the All-Star break, if they're not doing so hot, if they're not in a playoff position, I would expect Barry Trotz to be the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. You guys know that's a great take, RG. Barry Trotz is one of the best head coaches in the NHL. Not only winning a cup with Ovi for the first time, but taking those hard-to-play-against, full-of-heart Islanders, all the way to the conference finals, being one win away against the Tampa Bay Lightning. There's nothing 
less you can say about Barry Trotz. I don't even know why they let him go. Obviously, you need some offense from Wallstrom and Barzal, so I get it. But Barry Trotz is a coach we need. In my opinion, I think we need to blow up the ship, get better on defense, and just be a defense-first team because obviously offense looks great in the regular season. But in the end of the day, when the refs put their whistles in their pockets and it comes down to defense, that's what you need in the playoffs. So I, I think uh, Barry Trotz definitely can lock it down. Hey, but enough on the Leafs here. This is a winning podcast. We win over here. So why don't we get into our picks, man? So these are our eight picks for the week. Our goal for this podcast is to be over 60% on these picks, which is better than the average better, which is why we are one of the best betting podcasts in the market. But what's our actual goal, RG? What's on our Instagram bio and on our TikTok bios? what's, What's the real goal here? So I said it there, honestly, not that ambitious. We did pretty friggin' good last year. So uh, we're going to we're gonna chase 70%. And uh, those picks that are going to count towards the 70% will start this weekend. So you guys will be able to track us the entire time. I'm feeling it. Uh, you know, you guys know I love to talk about the gut feeling. I'm, I'm just feeling it. I'm ready to roll. We got stack guy here. I think, I think this looks good. You know, speaking of the number 70%, something we, I'm going to go over quick before we get in the locks. Jay Roy Hammers hit 70% on the two-minute warning from last episode, taking the devil over RG. He won, he won 60%, which is still pretty solid. But, you know, people who didn't listen to the episode, the two-minute warning is basically 10 rapid-fire questions with Jay Roy Hammers and RG had no, no prep for. And Jay Roy Hammers won 70%, so you got to give him the round of applause for that. That's going to be an episode, a segment we're going to have every so often. But congrats to Jay Roy Hammers taking the first double of the two-minute warning. Oh, that's why they call me Jay Roy Hammers. Because I just hammer all these picks. Not a big deal. 70%, just an average day. Uh, it's what keeps the lights on and the food on the table, boys. So thanks for the commemoration. But uh, it's, it's kind of expected here on the pod. No, yeah, that'll definitely help out with your rent this week over there. Oh, yeah, for sure with the rental prices here. But uh, let's get into the picks here. Uh, let's start with you, RG. What's uh, one of our picks for the weekend? Okay, so I'm going to kick us off uh, with college football. This will be the one college football within our eight locks. So our pick for this weekend, for Saturday, a noon game down in Lincoln, Nebraska, a place that was flourishing in the 90s, hasn't been so hot over the past five years. We know what's going on with Scott Frost. He's out of there. Mickey Joseph has the reins now. That's why we have Nebraska book it plus 15 and a half at home versus the Minnesota Golden Gophers. I absolutely love this pick. So Casey Thompson is questionable. If he was ready to go right now, this line would be at about plus 10. But I don't think that matters. I don't think he's worth the five points here. I see them rolling either way. They played an Illinois team last week. They lost by 15. But that Illinois team probably has one of the best defenses in the country. I know that's wild to say Illinois having one of the best defenses, but that's definitely a top 10 defense over there in the Big Ten. You saw them play teams down low. Um, I'm absolutely loving this pick against Minnesota. Nebraska at home is a different beast. I don't know, Adam, what do you uh, what do you think about this one? Oh, I, I love the lock. You know, RG and me were pretty confident about this to make it our first lock of, you know, odds get even, but – it's college football when you're getting that many points from a team at home for teams that are pretty close in competition. You got to take it. 15 and a half points is a ton. 
you know, Nebraska, you know, it's not an easy place to play. It's going to be rocky. And I think they're going to pound the rock, even if Casey Thompson's out. They're on the football, play classic Big Ten football. And I, I think we're going to hit this one. Maybe maybe Nebraska put, plays this close, maybe pulls out a dub. We don't know, but I'm pretty confident with 15 and a half points at home. One thing we do like to check on the podcast, boys, is the weather. Have you guys checked the weather? We have not. But one thing we have checked is where the money's at. Currently, only 35% of the money is on this Nebraska spread. That looks great for us. That looks absolutely great. I'm fired up for this one. Also, Nebraska has been playing teams relatively close. They played a good Purdue team, only lost six points to those guys. They've won some decent games here. Still under 500, but I see them rolling this week. So uh, not in Nebraska, you know, it's going to be around 10 degree, 10 degrees Celsius to kick off. It's nice and sunny, you know, little fall game. I think Nebraska will be fine. The fans will be at the stands. You'll have a nice little, nice little jacket on it. It's going to be nice out there. So what, what are the, what are the vibes there, AJ? Oh, the vibes are balling out in Nebraska. It's just a great vibe day. Sun's out. You're going to be smiling. You're not going to walk into Nebraska Stadium with the sun out and not cover 15 and a half points. You know, if you're a D1 athlete, that sun's bringing the best out of you. No, absolute immaculate vibes in Lincoln, Nebraska this weekend. I'm fired up to watch this one on noon at noon on Saturday. Let's go Big Ten football in the fall. I don't think there's anything better. I am so fired up. All right, so lock that in. Now we're going to move on to your pick, AJ. We're gonna we're gonna start it off with something I gave a little foreshadowing. Jalen Waddle over sixty six and a half yards against the Chicago Bears. Now the Bears do have one of the best passes in football, but they have not faced a duo of Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. The last time they faced the number one receiver was Justin Jefferson. They gave up around one hundred sixty six yards to him. We'll throw in little stats there because that's what we do. We got to back up our picks. Jalen Waddle's averaging one hundred and ten yards at two in the lineup. The Dolphins are five and zero. They're rolling with that. I don't see this not hitting. That's why it's my lock. I'm sticking with it for my mortal lock last week. Lock it in. Jalen Waddle, 66 and a half yards against the Bears in Chicago at Soldier Field. No, that's a great pick. You gave us the stats. There's nothing we can really say about it. And uh, that's why we're moving on to the next pick. And uh, with my pick, we are taking the Boston Bruins against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Saturday night. Now, you guys ask, why are Leafs fans fading the Boston Bruins? Are you guys gonna you guys can ask the question? Why, why are Leafs fans fading the Boston Bruins, J Roy? Because the Leafs are frauds. <laughs> Leafs have been awful recently. Yeah, we beat the Philadelphia Flyers, but it's not an it's not an award to beat the Philadelphia Flyers. You have to beat the Philadelphia Flyers. The eight and two or nine and two Boston Bruins, who are an absolute wagon and team, are gonna roll into town. Obviously, the odds aren't out yet, but since we're so knowledgeable on the betting markets, the Bruins are going to be close to pick them with the Leafs at home. So when you take that value with the Leafs being so overvalued, you take those Boston Bruins, especially rolling in with Brad Marchand. McAvoy's coming in. Obviously, he's not playing, but getting a little vibe check on the Bruins means that their, their vibes are pretty high with McAvoy there. Definitely think Bruins are going to play really well for the odds that they're going to get. I think they're going to come in there. It's going to be a close game, definitely. Definitely think Boston's going to come out with the win. I it's pretty much a hammer. It might be actually a J Roy hammer of the week. So Boston, one of the best teams in the league, stay hot. They just beat the Rangers in the garden against Shesterkin. Imagine what they're going to do at the pond against Samsonov. So 
definitely uh definitely like that spot over there yeah that's that's a that's a lot being a leaf fan there's too many bad memories against boston now boston's coming to town well like you said the hottest team in the league right now against one of the most inconsistent teams in the league right now so like you said the leafs are always favorites gonna be great gonna be a great dog pick for the bruins post most likely so even as a leafs fan it's a lot it's an absolute lot no, that I'm, I hate to say it, but that's an absolute lock. And that's coming from a guy. I was at game seven last year at the Scotiabank Arena when the Leafs lost to the Lightning. A few bullshit calls. I cried after the game. I went home and I shed a tear. I genuinely shed a tear. And uh, I'm, st- I'm still feeling Boston. It's just a gut thing. Uh, I think that's a great pick, Jay Roy. Thanks, boys. So what do you have next on the slate, RG? So my second lock, we agreed to this one. We had a nice discussion about this one earlier today. So I don't want bias to come out of this, but everyone on the podcast agreed to this one. So I'll talk about it short and sweet. We got the Arizona Cardinals. You can either take a money line. You can take a minus two, minus two and a half, whatever you're feeling at home against the Seattle Seahawks book that one. I absolutely love this week. So Kyler Murray's had a week to calm down since the new COD came out. I think that's a good thing. He's probably hamming it last weekend. He still had a decent performance last weekend against the Vikings. Not great. But, hey, they've lost the last three to Seattle. They are due. This one's at home. This one's non-Seattle with that wild fan base. You can't hear anything on offense over there. Um, This one's at home in the desert. I absolutely love Arizona. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, that's a good pick. You know, Kyler's back. Like, refresh from Todd. He got that all out of him. He got the KD up. Now he's ready to go play some football. You know, I've been a big supporter of Geno Smith this year, but I think the, the luck's going to run out eventually, you think, just given his track record and everything like that. But I think it's a get-right game for Arizona. I don't see them dropping two games. Yeah, I'm going to throw something out. If they drop this game, does Cliff maybe get the boot? I think Cliff uh, might get the boot midseason if they lose this game, but I don't think they're going to. I don't think so at all. Um, Seattle just had a big game last week, a massive win against the Giants. I don't. Uh, I, I see this as a massive letdown spot. They're on a high right now, and they got to calm the fuck down. So, um, what are your what are your thoughts on the Seattle defense being one of the best defenses in the league the last three weeks? Is that scary at all? Mm, uh, not really. They got an elusive offense in Arizona. Now the D hops back, they're moving the ball quickly. Kyler's got his favorite receiver there. They got a good core. I'm, uh, I'm fired up for this one. I uh, see the reason why I believe you is you're using big words like elusive there, but I do have Thank to you. agree with you on that. Arizona does look like a good spot there. I don't trust the, uh, I don't, tr- I don't trust the uh, Cardinals, uh, Sorry, I don't trust the Seattle uh, offense there. My bad, boys. Chicago just scored in overtime. But, uh, but yeah, definitely love the Cardinals this week. Uh, now we're going to move on to AJ with your next pick. Yeah, so we got two picks here. I'll talk about the first one. As a Dolphins fan, this pains me to bet on this team, but I got the Bills minus 11 and a half. They're traveling to the Jets, but... The Bills are just too good. I think this is a get-right game for the Bills. They still beat the Packers by 10 points in Monday Night Football. But, you know, that was a letdown game for them. They didn't – Sunday Night Football, sorry, they didn't look great. But when you play in the Jets, their last two games have been an average win by 22.5 points. Let's get right to it. Zach Wilson stinks. He's, he's a dog off the field, opposite of a dog on the field. 
and Josh Allen is an absolute god. The Bills will have more fans in this game. They travel well. I don't think the Jets have a great fan. Like, they have a good fan base, but they're just not going to travel well. I think the Bills are going to fill up that stadium. I think the Jets are lost without Brees Hall, and I put the fraud label on the Jets, and they're massive frauds, and the Bills are going to win this game by 20-plus points. I agree. Absolute get-right game for the Bills. You know, they they won the game versus the Packers last week, but didn't look great. I think they're going to come out storming in New York. What, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, Zach Wilson throwing picks? I'm embarrassing to see Zach Wilson in the quarterback right now. Some of the picks he's throwing, he's just throwing, <laughs> he's throwing it up. Um, he has no idea what's going on. He gets out of pressure and he panics. He just throws the ball up to the random defender. I think he's, he's got milfs on his mind. I think that's the problem. Sorry, guys. That's just the opening podcast blues. But we got adversity here. We're going to power through um, nice and early. Yeah, so we talked about the Packers. Um, don't love them. They did nothing at the deadline to fix their weapons. Um, I don't see anything out of them, which is why we faded the Packers Lions over. How do you guys feel about fading the 49 and a half over? I, I, I love that play. Uh, two reasons. One Vegas loves that play. They love the over. They want people to bet on that over. They are buttering their nipples to that over. They're getting ready for all that money to come in. They are ready. The reason why we do like the under is this guy. I don't know if you guys heard of him. His name's Jair Alexander. He's going to be on Amon Ross St. Brown. TJ Hawkinson is not going to play. You got Dan, the football man, Campbell, saying that they are giving way too many carries to DeAndre Swift. Can be using Jamal Williams. And then you got the other side of the football. The Green Bay Packers are hurt. They're, they're, he has no one to throw the ball to. So I, I just don't know where the points are going to come from. 49 is pretty high. Uh, if you guys want to play it safe, take the alternate over at 51 or 52. It'll be a little, it'll be a little bit more of a minus, but you're going to get some more insurance. But we definitely think the under is going to hit here. Is there anything else you guys want to add on to that? I think you explained it pretty well there, uh, Josh. I think uh, it is dome football, but I don't think that's going to matter here. Yeah, I think everything said well said. It's a good fade. Um, I think you got to lock that in, but we'll go back to J-Royd Hammers, get into his next lock in the little hockey slate. So with the next lock on the hockey slate, this might come with a surprise to you guys, you guys as the listeners. But this was a consensus pick. The Arizona Coyotes versus the Washington Capitals. You think we're going over? No, we're going under. Now, the reason why we're going under is we got two teams that don't score. Arizona has a 2.89 goals per game as well as Washington's 2.91 goals per game. If you do the math, the math does not add up to over six and a half. Now we move on to the goals against. Washington does not let in a a lot of goals against. Arizona does. So as you can tell, both goalies have been playing well on the Washington team. They've really been locking it up, even though they lost 3-1 to the Red Wings today. Their next game is against Arizona, so they're going to come hungry. But we're not talking about money line, boys. We're talking about the over-under. And with Washington at home, they're definitely going to lock it up on defense, with Arizona not scoring much. And also, Vegemelka really likes to step up to the plate here. Uh, you've seen it multiple times against our Leafs. Vegemelka just shuts the door. So this is, this is a hammer at the under 6.5. The whole world's going to go at the over six and a half. And I think this is another game where Vegas is just going to start putting the lube on their hands and getting ready to jerk it off because they're going to be making a lot of money on the over. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a great pick. You know, I've seen too many times the Coyotes shut out the Leafs. You only give up one goal. You know, like you said, both teams aren't scoring a lot this year. Vegas wants to go one way. And on this podcast, we go the other. Lock the under end. Yeah, absolutely love it. Arizona's not scoring a lot of goals. Washington will lock them down. Even if Washington wins a 3 4 nothing game, we're still going to hit that. So I, uh, I absolutely love this. All right, so let's move on to the next pick. What do we got, AJ, on the plate? All right, the last football lock. You know, I love my profits. We have Josh Jacobs over 76 and a half rushing yards. I think this is a get right game for Vegas. You know, they got absolutely embarrassed against New Orleans. You know, we can just get into the stats. The last three games before that, he put up 143 yards against Houston, 154 against KC, and 144 against a good Denver defense. Now, Jacksonville doesn't have a great defense, uh, run defense. They're averaging around 110, 120 yards per game on the ground. I think the Raiders are going to hand Josh Jacobs a rock and keep it out of Derek Carr's hands as he was not impressive last week. Absolute lock. I'm hitting my prop bets. Don't, don't fade us. Lock in Josh Jacobs over 76 and a half yards. No, I absolutely love this one, especially if the Raiders can get up early. They're going to pound the ball on the ground for the entire game and run that clock out. And who's the guy that's going to do it? It's Josh Jacobs. I absolutely love this pick. Lock it in. Also, uh, RG, what do you feel about Josh Jacobs joining the Josh Club? Is he, is he a guy or not, not a guy? I think he's a guy. He went to school at Alabama. He went through that brutal football factory. He's a dog. So uh, I'm fired up to have him on board. Top 10 pick. Let's let's uh, let's get him in the Josh Club. We'll keep accumulating it over the course of this podcast. Who is it so far? It's just you, me, Josh Jacobs, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. We'll get some. Uh, we'll get some other guys in there soon. Definitely got to accept some Joshes in that Josh Club, but it's going to be an elite group of Joshes for sure. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love that. I think that is it for our locks. Oh wait, we have uh, we have one more. Jay Wright, you want to talk about our favorite team to bet on this year, the Vancouver Canucks. So <laughs> they aren't our favorite team to bet on this year because they're two, six, and two. But we do love betting on the Vancouver Canucks because the market completely undervalues them. Vancouver is not playing how they should be playing. I, I, I will explain because that doesn't make sense. But Vancouver has been severely underperforming. Definitely taking Vancouver money line on Saturday against the Nashville Predators. I uh, just absolutely love that value. They're at home against Nashville. Nashville's just been severely under, underperforming. I'm saying that as they're beating the Calgary Flames 3-1. But definitely like Vancouver, they're going to be at a good spot at home, and I feel like they got a good comeback spot against them. So definitely like to take that. What do you guys think about the, uh, what do you guys think about the value on Vancouver? Absolute great value. Last time Jared Hammers gave me Vancouver money line. I made some bank. You know, I'm hearing some things. The sources at Laurie going around. Darren Henderson is locking in Vancouver Moneyline. Love the pick. It's going to hit. Yeah, I absolutely love the pick. That's why I said Vancouver is our, uh, our favorite team to hammer. We have a, we have a good inside joke about them. But uh, I'm absolutely loving this one. Yeah, for sure. So now we're going to move on to our soccer segment. We like to cover all sports here on the Odds Get Even podcast. We want to welcome to the podcast... Rally Hedges and Benny Betts. How are you guys? What's going on, boys? How are we doing tonight? 
We're doing great. We're uh, we're giving out our locks. It's uh it's a great night. I like that. I heard a uh, little bit of Van money line going around, which is always good to hear. So uh, seems like the fellows are doing right by by Darren. Yeah, for sure. I just love the absolute banter in the group chat getting called J Roy misses when I'm 75% tonight, but whatever. It's all good. You need you need to be held accountable for the missed calls, eh? Yeah, you can't have them all, uh, especially when I tail you on uh, on the losing pick. It's kind of hard, but hey, you've made me more money than lost so far, so I'm going to keep rolling with you. Benny Betts, how are you, bud? I'm not bad. I'm a little laggy up here on the on the Wi-Fi here in the house, but I, I can hear bits and pieces of it. So I'll try my best to uh, to keep the flow going here for you fellas. So, uh, so gentlemen, soccer guys, soccer experts, what what are we looking at for the slate here for the weekend? There's a bunch of games. I heard you guys uh, getting hard there over all the soccer picks. So, uh, go ahead, share some for the listeners here. I'll get it going here. Um, I think Ben's having a little bit of trouble, but uh, fellas, I think we got a couple of good picks in Italy this weekend. Uh, might be a little bit of a homer being Italian myself, but we're going to pick uh, Sassuolo money line against Empoli away. Uh, they're currently at plus 145, and they keep playing a strong game every year. They've lost their best guys every single year, and they're still fighting for it. They like to slap little guys up and down the pitch, which is exactly what they did last weekend. They're going to do it again this weekend, so I'm pretty confident in that one. Have you, uh, have you checked the uh, weather there, though? The weather doesn't matter. Rain, uh, sunshine, you name it. They'll be happy to play. So uh, Plus, it's Italy, so probably pretty well. <laughs> we have to do a quick sub there because the Wi-Fi wasn't too great. But uh, sorry. I do I do like the bets from, from Luke. I like the ideas there. Everything we were talking about earlier, I completely agree. Napoli is like tearing it up this year. They're going to be fantastic. I can't see them losing to Atalanta, even though it is first versus second. Well, you just stole the show for me a little bit there, Ben, but uh, we're going to get right into that one because I have Napoli money line next away to Atalanta. Uh, anytime they take uh, Napoli at plus odds this year, they're free money. They're one of the best teams in Europe. They're playing a beautiful game. Tough loss against Liverpool in the week, but I think uh, a couple of their big guys had a little bit of time off that week, that game, so I think they're going to be ready for this weekend. Beautiful. Yeah, i uh big fan of that one. I think that is basically a lock. And, I mean, Napoli's just, yeah, they've been unbelievable. But uh, speaking of teams that are on form right now i have man united at home or sorry man united away this weekend against aston villa aston villa got smoked uh, last weekend against newcastle at home so they're uh, coming back off a tough loss but i really don't see them being able to beat man united even though they are at home uh man united's plus 110 which seems like a uh, potentially a bit of a trap but just seems like also free money at the same time potentially if they keep it going if they can keep their players fit and if Ronaldo can score some goals like he's been doing his whole life yeah that's a good show right there they got uh, they're finally starting to get rolling under 10 hog there uh Ronaldo's maybe putting that little sideshow from not wanting to come on against Tottenham behind us and uh I don't know I've been seeing it for years ever since he left Juve that uh, he'll ruin any team he goes to but maybe I'll be wrong this time so we'll roll with that he likes to prove people wrong, so it's tough to bet against him. Yeah. Why do you guys think this is a Vegas trap, though, for all the listeners that are just getting into soccer betting? Well, Aston Villa uh, hasn't been playing too well, and usually in soccer, when uh, 
these big name teams play these lower level teams, a lot of times the odds are like, they're very like heavily favorited. So in this case, to see odds this favorable for Man United in terms of cutting a profit, it is pretty well unheard of. I really am a little confused as to where the lines are. They're probably going to move a lot if I had to guess by the time the game comes around this Sunday. So if you're thinking about it, maybe get in on it early. But uh, yeah, it is it is an interesting line so far. All um, right. So uh, soccer guys, one question for you. Out of the three picks that you just gave, what is your mortal lock for our listeners out of the soccer picks? What do you think, Ben? Napoli, I think. Oh, yeah, I think it's got to be between Napoli and United, but I would definitely lean towards Napoli. They've just been too good this season. I don't think you can bet against them. They're, I think they're 8-0-2 to oh and two, or eight, two and oh, going undefeated so far in the league, 5-1-0 and oh in Champions League. Not to mention they're blowing teams out. They got Kevar Adana from Georgia ripping everybody apart. So yeah. kind of tough to bet against that. Thank you to our uh, thank you to our soccer experts. We're gonna have them on locks. We're gonna add Napoli to our eight pick locks. We'll see how we do next week. Benny and Luke, thanks for coming on. It was a pleasure. No Happy problem. to be here. Having us. Thanks, boys. I'll see you in class tomorrow. <laughs> Bright and early. Bright and early. Just a quick plug to the soccer guys. We got Luke here with a high 80% hit rate on soccer. And we got Benny Betts with an over 70% hit rate as well. But today with the big PSV under, underdog call. Just give a round of applause for Benny Betts here. What a great pick. Luke with the constant underdog calls every single week. Also round of applause. Do you have a speech for that? No. Uh... <laughs> As they say, self-praise, no praise. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut, but uh, I do appreciate the shout-out on that one. We're going to keep working hard, and, uh, yeah, just glad to be a part of it tonight, fellas. All right, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Cheers, Luke. All right, boys, so we're going to continue on to our next segment. Those were our picks for the week. Don't forget to lock them in as soon as possible because odds are subjected to change. Uh, yeah, most definitely, especially in that Nebraska game if Casey Thompson is announced as the starter. So I would try to lock in that 15.5 as soon as possible. I got it at 16.5 earlier today, so try to lock that in. All right, so now since we're done the picks of the episode, we are moving on to the special part of the episode. This is the rant. Now, what are we ranting about this week? Gentlemen, we are ranting about the Seattle Kraken. Why are we ranting about them this week? It's because they have taken a vacuum. They have attached it to our bank accounts, and they have sucked a lot of money out of it. Why is that? you guys have any answers? I have no clue what's going on in the Pacific Northwest. They're, they're kind of figuring things out. I still, I'm still going to fraud card them, though. I don't know. These Kraken guys, they love to upset teams with a humongous win against minnesota in minnesota tonight another just win after win they're just rattling them out but when you look at the seattle crack and you look at their top nine their top nine are actually pretty deep they have no stars but they do remind me of the vegas golden knights with just a bunch of misfits on that team and they're winning with martin jones in that i don't know if this is a trend but maybe just taking seattle at a humongous plus every single game could make you more money than fading them this year because last year it was just fade the crack in the whole year 
I think right now we got a ride with the Kraken. You know, those jerseys are buzzing. Seattle's just having a good time. Geno Smith balling Seattle. You know, Seattle Kraken starting out Joey Decord out there winning some hockey games. But, you know, they have Maddie Veneers, who's an absolute superstar in the making. Like you said, they just have a deep top nine. They're kind of like Vegas. A bunch of misfits are figuring it out. Solid in the back end. And just have a bunch of people that can put the puck in the net. So, I think I'm going gotta, to gotta ride with the Kraken until they prove me wrong. So, do you guys think that Grubauer is not the guy in Seattle this year? I mean, they're they're rolling with Martin Jones. I mean, he's had a kind of a weird track record over the last couple of years before he lit it up a couple of years before that. I mean, he was in Philly. We don't we don't even know what's going on over there. You never kind of know what's going on in Philly with the Flyers. But um, I think it's going to be a battle in net. And if Martin Jones can win games, then he'll be their goalie moving into the rest of the season here. So these are their next five games. Now, we're going to go over them and say win or loss. All right. So they are at Pittsburgh on Saturday, win or loss. Loss. Able to win. I I, just can't figure it out right now. I, I say win as well. Predators on Tuesday. Loss. I'm going to take a loss here. I'm going to take a loss as well. Wild on Friday. A loss. Get right game for the Wild. Figure it out. Give me a win for the Kraken at home. And take a loss. And then we got the Jets on the Sunday. Give me a win for the Kraken. I think that's a loss. I think Hellbuck's going to shut them out. That's a win. And then last but not least, the Rangers in the Garden on Thursday. I'm going to go loss. I'm going to take a loss there. Hard to play in the garden. I'm going to take a loss. So we are still fading the Kraken. Most losses. So if if they are mostly wins, these Krakens are not frauds, and we might have to start betting on the Kraken. But definitely don't count them out this year. It's not fade the Kraken this year. Um, and I'm genuinely scared of them. Every time I bet against them, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm sweating. Like I'm, I'm getting off the couch and there's a sweat puddle coming off of that couch. You can see where my body was lying on that couch, but definitely he's cracking. Look at Dave Haxtall coach of the year. Maybe you're getting him at pretty good odds still. And a bunch of those guys are good for fantasy value as well. Pick him up. You got all of your Bork, Bjork strand. You got veneers. If he's still available, on your Yahoo fantasy apps and even the defensemen like Vince Dunn, you got um, Jamie Alexiak for the hits. If you're in a bangers league, all those players are fantasy relevant this year. So moving on from the Kraken, we want to address the heart rankings we had from last week. There are a couple additions we want to make to the heart rankings. These aren't rankings. These are more call outs. We want to call out the standouts for the last week. Uh, I'm going to start it off with you, RG. You can, you can talk about them all you want. What is your heart team standout for the week? So my heart standout will be the Vancouver Canucks. I know we already talked a lot about the Canucks. They had a big win earlier this week. I think they are currently playing right now. Josh, can you give me a score update? They're up 3-1 against the Ducks. There you go. That's hard. I mean, uh, they're getting things back on track over there. Without Quinn Hughes, I like what I'm seeing. I'm seeing Hart all over the board. I uh, I hope you're putting them up in your rankings this week. Definitely, definitely yeah. am putting them up in the rankings. But I uh, definitely want to see uh, want to see a little bit more from the Canucks uh, against the Predators on Saturday for sure. 
jumped up at these hot heart rankings. I think he had up with the Buffalo Sabres up there. What's Hart getting five straight goals in the third period against the Pens, pulled an unbelievable upset, even though when J-Roy hammers said, do not bet the Buffalo Sabres. So I ain't there got Hart. They have the definition of Hart. There's a bunch of misfits on that team. They're figuring it out and they're winning some hockey games. Definitely agree with you, man. Buffalo Sabres. I was talking about a Don Granado coach of the year bet, and I don't know if he's going to get it or Dave Haxtell, but one of those coaches definitely turned their teams around this year. Now we're going to move on with my heart team standout pick of the week. And I'm going to have to give it to the Carolina Hurricanes. What a team this is. Rattled off a win against Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay, came back, scored a shorthanded goal in the third period, and then won it in shootout. If that does not scream hard to you, I don't know what is. The Carolina Hurricanes, not ladies, sorry, gentlemen. This is a No Girls Allowed podcast. Gentlemen, Carolina Hurricanes are the team of 2022 and 2023. Book it. I love it. I love it. So we're going to close off the uh, the week with the uh, value dogs. This is the value dog segment. This is a segment where we pick our underdog teams, our underdog picks. This is where you guys don't put the full units. You put the half units. You put the quarter units. You put the amounts that you're fine with losing because they are underdogs. The reason why they're underdogs is because you're happy to lose them, but you're also extremely happy to win them. That's why it's called value. So let's start with you, RG. What's your value pick of the week? All right. So my value pick of the week is the Notre Dame Fighting Irish at home against the Clemson Tigers. Book it for Moneyline. Hammer. A hammer for sure. This has great value at plus 152 right now. Um, I think the spread is about three and a half. I don't know what's going on in Clemson. I want to talk about them for a second. So you beat... Syracuse two weeks ago at home by five points and you think you win the national championship you know you still got Dabo running down the hill I absolutely hate that I don't know what's going on Syracuse is a basketball school I get they're winning games but Clemson should have 20 or 30 on them like Notre Dame literally did last week Notre Dame just gave it to Cuse last week Marcus Freeman seems to know what he's doing now I love Notre Dame in this game to win I mean it's Clemson's game to lose now to not get into the playoffs, they clearly need to win out to get in. I think they lose right here and take themselves out of playoff contention. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I love that pick. I fraud, I'm frauding Clemson. I have for the past. I don't think they're as good as their record seems. They play a weak schedule. Bailey got past Syracuse, just kind of falling back to earth. But give me some Notre Dame money lines. Some of those fighting Irish. You see an Irish as an underdog. You, you just love the spirit. You love the vibes and. Yeah, Notre Dame money line. Lock that in for a nice little value pick. You know, make you some good cash for the weekend for the bar. We're going to go right back to you, AJ. What is your value pick of the week? I am hitting up the Tennessee Vols money line at plus 250. Yes, they're on the road against Georgia, but they are the number one team in the country. I'm not, if I see plus 250 with the number one team in the country, you can't tell me not to hit it. Tennessee's playing unbelievable football. It's back. Stenson Bennett for Georgia has not looked impressed the last couple of weeks. They struggled against Florida last week. They figured it out, but I'm not sure if they're going to win this game, but when you see plus 250 for the number one team in the country, you got to take it every time. Hucker's going to be the best player in that field, and the Tennessee Vols are going to come up victorious and march their way to a national championship. 
in this January. I absolutely love the Vols. Boys, I'm getting vibes of 2019 LSU Tigers from this Vols offense. I absolutely love it. Now here, I will be taking the money line. I absolutely love the plus 250. But if you want to maybe throw a full unit on it, the spread is currently sitting at eight and a half in favor of the Georgia Bulldogs. So if you're not feeling a full unit, feel free to take that spread. I love both of them, but I will be hammering Tennessee money line on Saturday, a night game in Athens, Georgia, between the hedges. I am fired up for this one. That's going to be a great watch. Speaking about uh, a great watch, we're going to move on to my value pick of the week. We are taking the New Jersey Devils against the Calgary Flames. One of the hottest teams in the league, the New Jersey Devils, leading the league in shots attempts, leading the league in shots. Obviously don't have the good goaltending. That's what's going to differ both teams, but it's going to be a high-scoring game. Definitely like the Devils at underdog value. You're going to take them. They are going to the Saddle Dome, though, but that doesn't fade the Devils. Devils are an away team. They have a shit ton of heart, and that's what we go off on this podcast, heart. So when you're taking these underdogs, you just value the heart, and that's what you want on your side. So those three value picks, book them in. Do not parlay them. That's the rule. Don't parlay. Take them as singles. Take your wins, and that's the lesson we have for today. Any other comments you guys want to make? No, I think I'm ready to roll. I'm excited for a big weekend of uh, college football, NFL football, some hockey too. Great slates this weekend. I'm fired up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, As you can tell, every day is just a new opportunity to make money. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast, leave us a like, rate our episode, give us a good rating, and tune in on Sunday where we go over our picks. And uh, see you on the flip side.